Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. The following message is transmitted at the request of the New Jersey State Police Department. Authorities recommend that the following actions should be taken by all members of the public. Stay indoors if at all possible. Have enough food and water supplies for sheltering for one to two weeks. The following message is transmitted at the request of the New Jersey State Police Department. Thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 28. This is a normal episode. We are back to normal for the time being, so it's just a regular old episode number 28. Are we ever back to normal, though? Well, who knows? Whatever normal is for us is what we are at. And we are talking about World War Z, the movie that was based on the book that was written by Mel Brooks' son. I am Sean Allred, and joining, well, was, joining me tonight is Chad. The evil got into my hand, so I lopped it off. Evans? Nice. Yeah, see what I did there? Hey, and that's a cross reference. Right, Very see nice. what I did there? I like it. Okay. I, li- I, I like it, and that, that'll, that'll come back uh, here probably later. Hopefully. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> It'll probably reanimate, Chad. Um, uh, Corne- uh, Cornelius, I'm tired of these mother effing zombies on this mother effing plane, Logan. <laughs> That's fantastic. Right? Another cross reference. Yeah, and, and Sam, 12 seconds to zombie vector. Oh, that's not. As I funny. couldn't think of one for you, Sam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was running out of ideas. So let's pull up a big comfy chair and dive into this movie. Maybe he was dead tired and couldn't come up with anything. Right. That's there probably what it was. So yeah. World sorry, War Z. Undead tired. Undead tired. Yeah. Uh, uh, World War Z, this came out last year, 2013. So this was probably one of the newest movies we've uh, done, right? Yeah. Except for... Yeah, I was actually very surprised that, that Netflix had this up already. Uh, obviously, the I think The Amazing Spider-Man would probably be the newest one. Uh, but obviously, one that we saw on Netflix, this is probably pretty close to new. Uh, so yeah, 2013's World War Z, it stars Brad Bradley Pitt and... Uh, some other people that I don't know, and uh, directed by Mark <laughs> Forster, who has done such wonderful and beautiful acts as the weird Bond movie Quantum of Solace with a terrible name, and yeah. Kite Runner and Stranger Than Fiction, which is actually really good, and Finding Neverland and Monsters Ball. Uh, I like Finding Neverland. And Machine Gun Preacher, which is actually a pretty good movie for what it sounds like. It sounds like a dumb action flick, but it actually isn't. So... Uh, so so there you go. So that's that. Um, so you're asking yourself, World War Z, I've, I, I think I've heard of it, but I'm not 100% sure what it is. Well, fortunately, Catherine came by and told and said these words. By the way, happy birthday, Catherine. That was yesterday. Oh. That was yesterday. It was yesterday. Oh. But well, something's not happening. Uh, happy birthday a week late then? No. And by the time this airs? Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> well, that was strange. Um, Sam, I need you to banter for a second. <laughs> Banter. Okay. Uh, you guys talk for amongst yourselves about the movie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Chad. Oh, here, Chad. Uh, yes. when was the last time? No, hold on. Chad, when was the last time you saw the movie while I work on Catherine's thing? Okay. Uh, the first, the last time I saw this movie was yesterday. 
and <laughs> I'd never seen the movie before. And for 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 reasons, I, I'm just not a fan of zombie movies. Oh, um, here, here, here. I, I, I mean, I'm not, you know scared to death of zombie movies like i don't wet myself every time i hear malachi like some people do uh, I gotta, um, I'll, I'll be back i'm sorry <laughs> but you know I, I kind of what do you think it is why why you know it's a, it's a fairly popular genre no it's a it's a it's and it's really starting to come into into um, into play now. I mean, somebody actually told me today, it's like, dude, have you ever seen, have you, you know, I, I'm just now getting into uh, Walking Dead, or, um, yeah, Walking, yeah, walking, walking Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah. And, like, have you seen it? And I said, no, no obviously. And, like, it's a little slow to begin with, but it really picks up. It's really cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, and I've heard that it's a really good, a really good um, TV show, but it's amazing. I'm just, yeah. I'm just not a fan of, of the mindless zombies, you know, the, the, um, zerging, so to speak. Zerging. <laughs> this movie had some zerging. Oh, Let me Zerg rushed completely. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, these zombies are different than like your typical old fashioned zombie because they're fast and that freaks people yeah. out because they're fast. Isn't there, isn't there a special term for this type of zombie? Like we now call it the, uh, um, I don't know. I want to say Romero zombies. You know, I'm I'm Opie, are you a zombie movie fan? Do you watch, do you watch um, kinda like Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm I like I cannot get enough of zombie movies. I'm 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 okay either way. Like I can you know, like I liked I Am Legend, but I watched it because it was Will Smith, not because it was um but technically, were those zombies? I thought they were vampires. No, well, in the no, book, it was more of a vi- it was a virus. Yeah, in the book, the original book, they are technically vampires. Uh, we just call them zombies because they're people that get basically reduced to a basic form. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> Duke fans. Yes, Duke fans. So, Corny, when was the last time you saw it, and have you seen it before, and, and all that stuff? Uh, last time I saw it was approximately an hour ago. Okay, so that's the first time you saw it? <laughs> it is the first time I saw it, and um, first impressions, just like Chad, I'm not a big fan of zombie movies. Um, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just don't like it. Um, maybe it's just the thought of all these, you know, um, it's it's an enemy that you know but you might not be able to, you know, it's there and there's no good way to handle it. You have to do a lot of killing. And, and every time that you kill, it's just another opportunity for something to happen. And, uh, playing zombie video games on the other hand, when you kill a lot of things, it's pretty awesome. But <laughs> you know, I, I don't even like zombie video games. Like, really? like the left for dead series. Like I just, or, or even, even in halo, when you're in, you happen to fight the flood, <laughs> Like I just I I don't like those. But but don't you have fun in the in the Halo zombie uh, variant? Well, when we're playing people against zombie, each other. Zombie, 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 zombie. Not really. I, yeah. I get like really. You kind of get stressed you, out, don't you? I get stressed out. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> so anyway, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, but I will say this about the movie. Um, after what I felt was a uh, <laughs> about 100 cliches in about the first 10 minutes, 
<laughs> it actually got pretty interesting, so I guess we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that. But right. there you go. All right, Sam was last. Oh, have you seen it before? I guess I should read. Yeah, when when I first noticed it, it popped on Netflix, I, I watched it pretty soon right. um, after that. And I, I just re-watched it Saturday night. And somehow, guys, I don't know how I did it, but I talked Kimberly into watching it with me. Wow. I know. I was, How'd that I, go? I, I, your, I was amazed. Your powers are getting better. <laughs> I guess. But uh, it, we laughed through it, basically. Um, it's not a bad movie. And, and I got to gotta say that I love zombie movies. I love zombie TV. Um I'm not a big fan of the fast zombies, um, mainly because I think it takes away from from what uh, the the origins of zombies were meant to be. And basically, the zombie wasn't supposed to be the the horror part of it. It was people's reactions to what was happening was the horror part of it. And that's that's part of the reason why Walking Dead is so good uh, is because a they use the classical slow moving you know hoarding uh, zombies, and b it's you know, how people react to the end of the world uh, tells you a lot more about uh, character and uh, provides more interesting stories than simply running away from something that's chasing you. Um, I enjoyed the movie. The first time I watched it, I thought, oh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. The second time I watched it, I realized... It's got some holes. It's definitely got some problems. And I'm sure we'll talk about some of them. But, you know, in my mind, you know, the movie was more along the lines of... It's kind of like the, the redneck here. Hold my beer and watch this. You know, they had about five different great ideas to, to and set pieces to put together, mm-hmm. and alone those set pieces are great. But when you're linking them, it's not as great. And uh, there's some <laughs> highly coincidental happenings in this movie right. that yes. uh, are are pretty uh, pretty shameless. Yeah, convenient uh, timing is convenient. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, how about you, uh, Sean? What do you? Well, I had obviously uh, I had seen it before. I'm pretty sure I saw it. I think I red boxed it right when it came onto Redbox. Oh, okay. So I, I and I and I had a good time with it. Now, am I the only one that read the book? I read it too. I think I, I think you borrowed my book, didn't you? I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. So, <laughs> but you other two guys, you didn't. You didn't uh, read, right? They don't read. Read and watch science. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you sounded like Hank Hill. <laughs> that was really good. Bobby. 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 So, uh, so, so Sam and I, you and I have read the book, so we'll, yeah. we will do our best not to continuously compare one thing from the other for the simple fact that it would have been a hard movie to make out of that book. Yeah. For, the, for those of you who have not read the book, uh, and also to you, Chad and Corny, the, the book is literally called World War Z, An Oral History of the Zombie War. It's, it's, it's interviews. Yeah, it's it, a book of interviews. Yeah, it's, it's literally written out like a historical document that it's people's point of views of how they witnessed things happening throughout the world. And, it, and as you hear each story, you get a little bit bigger picture or another piece of the puzzle to the grand picture. But and there's, there's no real common narrative throughout the entire book other than zombies right. were happening. And horrible people are doing horrible things, and good people were doing horrible things, and things like that. And um, the the zombie plague actually uh, was slower in the book than it was in the yep. movie. It was way slower, because um, uh, like in the movie, it seems like it hits in about five minutes. You know, like I mean, literally, like yeah. like no one knows about it, and all of a sudden, it's in Philadelphia and taking over the yeah. East and, Coast. and we definitely need to talk about uh, contagion uh, um, settings in this uh, in this movie because. Uh, 
there's no way something like that would go as global as quickly as it did when without, it's 12 seconds between infections. Right. And especially without – I mean even the movie tells us that it started somewhere in India and or China. Yeah. I mean that's a lot of space to cover. Even if it, the airplanes did carry a lot of the virus, which it did even in the book. But that, it's still like it's a lot of territory. So that was one of the things that kind of annoyed me. Yep. about the movie that it took it was too damn fast yeah you know again I, I, trying not to compare to the book taking it just as the movie it was too fast um but again in the book like in the book the west coast is never affected it only hits east coast and the the, the government and the army literally fight all the way to the rocky mountains and then make a stalemate literally yep. they they create a big like uh, almost a wall or something like a trench that. warfare, like World War yeah. One trench warfare, because zombies can't deal with the cold. They literally they they literally freeze to freeze to, no well, they freeze to yeah. death. They freeze to stop. freeze in place. Right. Yeah. So now, however, without anyway, yeah. Said, so what's this movie about? There. Yeah. So Catherine is now available to tell us what this is all about. United Nations employee Jerry Lane traverses the world in a race against time to stop the zombie pandemic that is toppling armies and governments and threatening to destroy humanity itself. Yep, there you go. That's pretty yeah. much it. All right, well. Actually, that's not that bad of a uh, yeah. Good job, IMDb, for once. of this movie. Yeah. Right. That's only one out of how many episodes we now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 28 or whatever we're on. Right. Uh, so, so some of the things that I, I did want to kind of talk about again, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to turn my book part of my brain off and just talk yeah. about the movie. Um, and actually, I I found, and I know I'm a reader as well. I found it fairly easy with this movie, only because it is. It's just you can't follow the book. You could tell there's a few scenes and a few ideas right. that come out of it, but really, it's it's just not the same. I, I, it's literally like Lord of the Rings. You know, you got Lord of the Rings, and all of a sudden, I don't know, Sauron is walking around with tentacles on his sword, actually fighting everybody. With, with yeah, yeah. I, so, I want to say one this last thing, and then I'm going to try to put the book away for a little bit. The Brad Pitt character is not in the book at all. Yeah, there is no universal. Uh, uh, There's there is, no one person trying to save the world, right? And we know who Patient Zero is. We know the beginning in the book, yeah. and there is no end in the book. Like the movie. The movie has a goal. There's a point. You have to have that in a movie. The book doesn't have that. It just We just outlast them because yep. we have guns and technology and stuff. We have guns and, and cold and islands. Right. So, <laughs> and nuclear-powered vehicles and nukes themselves. So, well, analog, yeah. analog vehicles. And analog, yeah, analog, yeah. Vehicles. <laughs> yeah, analog vehicles. Man, we, gotta, we have to do that on air, so that, <laughs> that, 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 that movie. Um <laughs> So, with all that being said, I, I wrote down my – I was just taking notes, and I wrote my zombie survival list. All right. So, okay. so the first thing I wrote was duct tape. Cardio. What? Oh, wait, that's <laughs> Cardio, <somebody>. yes. <laughs> Cardio, yes. For those Zombieland nice. fans, yes. No, I wrote duct tape and then a steak knife uh, and then an Israeli army officer and then luck. Lots of luck. <laughs> Yeah, lots and lots and lots, especially in this movie. Oh lots my gosh! Yeah, you blow up an airplane, and you're the only two people that matter are the two that survive. You know what we call that? We call that plot armor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally a device. It's literally a, a, a literary device called plot armor. We need the heroes to survive. Why? Because we need the heroes to survive. Um, yeah. You know, like one of my favorite kind of 
uh, corny was the term, uh, ex machina, what's it called? Um, DS ex machina. Yeah, DS ex machina, whenever that, that, that thing miraculously happens to save the day. One of my favorite examples is in a movie that we all love, Stardust, where <laughs> literally the author goes, I needed the heroes to escape, and I couldn't think of a better way to do it, so I just had a floating pirate ship come by and, and take them. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what yeah. this movie was, the entire movie. Yeah. Or how do we get Brad Pitt out of this bad situation? All right, and- well... Well, let I, six other people sacrifice themselves for Brad Pitt to yeah. do what they need and, to do. And before before we even get into to even Brad Pitt, um, the opening credits, I love the fact that they're they're starting to show what's happening along the lines of what they called rabies at first. But you, you see the wolf getting angry, and then you see lots of bugs and bees and birds. Basically, you know, hitting us upside the head with a sledgehammer that, look – Zombies are going to be quick. They are going to travel as bugs do and try to eat things. They're evil. Um, I but, uh, That's my first note. Bugs eating stuff is scarier than anything in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I agree. There, there, was, there was a couple jump moments, especially the first time I saw this movie, that made me jump. That I, I, I do enjoy that kind of thing. But you're right. When you see the zombies later on, especially in the big overhead shots and the um, – especially in Israel – the sheer um, numbers. Oh, yeah. The numbers. I kind of laughed because you can certainly tell it's CGI. Yeah. And it's cool to think of it that way. But again, the best scary moments, and that's what zombie movies should be, is is our, our moral lessons and scary moments. Um, they should be scary. And, and they're the intimate moments. It's it's the, the one-on-one dark corners not knowing when something's going to jump out at you, that makes these types of movies fun for me at least. Yeah. And I think uh, that's what makes them, you know, not fun for me because I don't like, I don't like you, know, you I, I don't like being, I don't like being jumped out, things jumping out at me. Yeah. Like, I know, like. It takes you out of your element. Like right. you're, 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 well, you're a calm guy and you want calm things. Most of us aren't horror movie fans, right? If I Correct. remember right, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Sean. In, I mean, yeah, it has to be pretty darn good horror movie. And to, to, this, to me, to me, good horror is campy. It's yeah, campy, yeah. And ridiculous, and silly. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I would have, I would have actually still said like Evil Dead because it's uh, so, that, yeah. it's so campy and silly that I have a good time watching it. I don't, I don't enjoy the scare factor like what Chad's talking about. Um, I used to. I, I work at. I used to work at a theme park, a local theme park, and every year we would do a during Halloween, we would turn the whole park into uh, a Halloween themed whatever, and people would go around scaring each other. And we would build. We call them mazes, but they're not a maze. It's just a path you walk. But you have all these turns <laughs> and stuff, and and they put scary people in it and whatever. And my cast and crew are like, let's go walk the maze. And I'm like, no, life is scary enough. I don't need to be, I don't need to go paid to get scared. You know, <laughs> like if I want to scare, I'll go look at my mortgage payment or something like that. So, Oh, Oh, real life. Yeah. Oh. So okay. that's just me, but you're right. I'm kind of with Chad on this one. I like this movie because this movie to me isn't a horror flick. It's just, it's a thriller. It's, I think it's yeah. more of a thriller than it's kind of, and you guys are going to roll your eyes. It's like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is a, a thrill action adventure with horror elements dribbled in every now and then. Right. This was, re- this was the same way. Yeah, you just replace Brad Pitt with Jeff Goldblum and zombies with dinosaurs. Like it's there you the go. same kind yeah. of thing, really. I'm, yeah. I'm actually on board with you for once with Jurassic Park. <laughs> for the first time. Zomb- yeah. <laughs> and you have Brad Pitt going zombie, to the zombie dinosaurs, the perfect movie. 
There you go. I'm actually on board with this. I about zombie, yeah, what about zombie to... dinosaurs? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm oh, like, oh, I got you. Like, zombie undead dinosaur dinosaurs. A zombie dinosaur tornado? Did you? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, tonight at 11 o'clock. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Sharknado 2 comes on tonight. Yeah. Oh, what? Lord. Bye, guys. I'm out. Right, yeah. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> when this podcast airs, we will probably have seen Sharknado 2. Yes, Maybe. We, I don't know. We'll be worse people it. for it. I haven't seen the first one yet. And it's on our list, right? Isn't it? Oh, We're, you are oh, missing yeah. out. It's on our list. I think we should do it soon since the new one's coming out. Maybe we'll jump it ahead of something. We'll jump the shark. Do the shark, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Is that one for me? <laughs> That's yes, point for Sean. Yeah, we haven't done the points in a while. Yeah, we should keep yeah. doing that. It's fun. Um, okay, um, so anyway, we, we get into this. Um, I. I you drive, Sean. Here, t- oh, t- okay. Well, basically, so so basically, the, the movie is this, real in a nutshell. And we always do this. We go through the movie. Um, basically, the nutshell is that zombies have come, and, and the U.S. is is. And actually, I want to talk about this real quick, Sam. The thing you yeah. were talking about is that zombie movies actually show us as people what horrible people that we can be. We really are. Yeah. So we're in this, and that's what really cool things about these types of movies when. When the world is ending, whether it's zombies or that stupid 2012 movie where it's like a, the Earth or yep. that other Roland Emmerich thing with the day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, yeah. When you have you have two gripes, literally two things happen to people. You either band together and become human beings, or you become the worst pieces of shit ever. Dirt. Yep. I mean, yep. you, yeah, it's okay. With PG thirteen, <laughs> you become that, right? You become the, yeah. the dregs of society. Yeah. And Which is pretty movie, much the basis of The Walking Dead. Right. And in this movie, we get like those moments twice. Like we get like both of those yeah. in the same – like the scene the when – The grocery store Exactly. Scene. In the grocery store scene, they're looking – he's looking for meds. And this guy behind the counter, he, who, he shot somebody I guess for some reason. Yeah. Do we know why? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know if – I'm trying to think is that guy the pharmacist who killed someone trying to loot? Or it, did he kill the pharmacist looting the place? I, 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 I thought. I feel. I felt you like know, I, it could be either way, really. Anyway, he then he then realizes that that Brad Pitt needs this medicine for his daughter, so he 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 gives him medicine. So like, there's this moment of humanity, and then 13 seconds later, you've got these two idiots decide that they're going to rape his wife, wife in the yeah. middle of the store, and then you have the most awkward gun battle ever. Yeah. <laughs> what was the point of the oil exploding behind his head? I think it was just to, to show where the bullet went that it missed his head. Oh, okay. And then Did the police officer that... comes by. There's a dead guy on the ground. Brad Pitt's yeah. got a gun in his hand, and he just walks by to go get cat food. So, yeah. Um, oh, he's getting baby food or baby food. Yeah, you know what I mean. But so it, exactly saying what you're saying. This movie does those things. This movie shows us the good yeah. and the bad. And um, the yeah. but but generally good zombie movies. That's the focus of the entire thing, right? Is is finding out the true nature, and they they abandon that pretty quick in in this movie. And it just becomes a survival movie. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of a shame. Uh, we'll get into some trivia later. The, the ending, though, this ending is way better than the original ending. Amen. From what oh, I've read, yeah. The original, we'll talk about that when we yeah, get there. It was uh, horrendous. A um, couple things that I did note in my show notes. So as we're going through the movie, basically zombies come. They they need to get out of the city um, so that their his government connections because he used to work for the uh, UN as an inspector and he went into yeah. some and, real bad places. And by the way, shame on movie trailers for eliminating a jump moment when the um, when the officer breaks the 
the mirror off of his his uh, car uh, riding the motorcycle by. Mm-hmm. I hate when I hate when the the darn trailers give away stuff like that. Oh right. Um. So did you did you guys notice the Inception noise kept happening? You don't know. I didn't notice it. Oh my god! Why why did it happen? Every time they would show a big wide shot of zombies attacking stuff, you would hit that 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 Inception noise. That's what I call it. Okay. Which technically Inception stole it from like Star Trek One when the big space clouds attacking stuff. But I just it's easier just to call it the Inception noise because everyone knows. (laughs) Blam. Right. Yeah. Um. uh, I did, but but continuing on this theme of good good and bad. It also when when Brad Pitt they 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 have to deal with some zombies in, a, in a, an apartment complex and Brad thinks he's going to get infected and he does this actually really kind of it shows you what kind of a character he is because he thinks he might be infected so he runs over to the ledge yeah, yeah, and he's, the ledge. Like, he's he's willing to throw himself off so he doesn't kill his family and then yeah. once he counts to ten and realizes that he's not infected then you're good to go and then that kind of lets you know you have to be bitten. It's not like in 28 yeah. days later where you just get the blood on you, you're infected. You have to yeah. physically be bitten. So then he gets rescued. They go to these these ships off the coast. And then David Andrews, who's the head general, and this is where I'm going to name drop. Sorry. I've met him, the guy who's the head general. Did you run into him? Uh, no, physically. <laughs> but I, phys- I have met him. I've talked to him. Um he was on. He was. A, he played a character on that that, tor- that TV show I did down in Charleston, um, and he um, he was in the TV show Jack, the last season of Jack. When I, and I still watched it, and I actually asked him why did Jack end so abruptly. And basically, he said, "Well, the guy, the main character, uh, Harmon Rab, David James Elliot, he just didn't want to continue to do it, so they just canceled the show, but they didn't tell anyone until the last day of filming." Oh, <laughs> yeah. So like there's the last scene so like, of that series. He's like, "You're going to Italy, and you're going to India, and you're going to London." Everyone's faces are genuine. They're like, "Oh my god, this show is ending!" Like their reactions are real. So, anyway. so like a Henry Blake moment. Uh, okay. From from Mash. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, because no one knew that he was going to get killed. Right. Um. Exactly. Good job, Chad. So anyway, so I, I and I've met him. So there you go. And he's also one of our main Star Trek connections for the movie. Anyway, um, oh wow, I, he, I, he does he does that thing that kind of annoys me in movies where he's like, "We're gonna take care of your family if you help us." You're like, really? You know, only essential personnel get to stay on the boat. Like, I don't think that's the way Noah said things, you know. Like, only the essential animals get on the boat. Anyway, that just kind of annoys me. Well, the unicorns didn't get on the boat, obviously. And dragons didn't either. But at the same time, I thought it was a pretty good narrative (laughs) narrative way to basically force him back into service. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to do it. I did think it was kind of a funny thing when when he tells his wife what he has to go do. And she said, you remember what this this job did to you last time? I'm thinking to myself... That's that's true. What you're worried that it's going to make him depressed? He's going to go fight zombies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought that was a weird thing for her yeah. to. You just you just experienced the wave of zombies in in Philly and in New Jersey. Yeah, are you? And yeah. and you're you're caring that he's going to be a little sad out there, or 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 too busy, <laughs> or for his nervous, family? or anxious, or like, yeah. Or not calling you every day at a certain amount at a certain time. Yeah. Well, that comes back when you're not there. I just don't know what you're doing. I'm trying to stay alive. 
Right. <laughs> well, so. that, that that specific situation comes in later. I mean, they're trying to well, – we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. actually oh, a, that's a trope. I'm pretty sure it is. Yes. So, but um, ha, ha, can you think of any other movies that do that? What? Oh, with the, the, with with the, the family f- in terms of help us or, or you know, we won't help your family. Or, get, or, or GTFO. Uh, yeah, a lot of t- a lot of times it's we've got your kid we've kidnapped your family you have to Yeah, do it but I'm else. trying to think if there's there are situations where the government does this kind of a thing. Um yeah. not just a not just a bad guy. I'm like swordfish comes yeah. to mind like help us and we'll give you a lot of money that you can help your family. Um but that's just kind of like like blackmail type of thing. It's I mean, yeah. this is this is blackmail too, but Yeah. Um, I just for me it hit me I as something difference. unique in terms of not the good guys are are <laughs> blackmailing the good guy. Right. That they're going to do bad things to his family. And I, that, no, that, I, I can't think of anything. Off the I know. I, if I, any I, listeners can think of anything, you know, email at cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com because right. I'd I'd like to to know if you think of anything. And I know this thing exists. I just can't yeah. think of what it is. But you're right. Like this is a thing where like. Do this, and we'll take care of your family. Now you do. They have this a lot in other movies where. Like you have to do a bad thing, and then, and they'll you know what I'm saying like in uh, yep. the the second um, Robert Star Daddy, Trek. Oh, and, and like in the Star Trek, you know, if you do this bad thing, oh, know, blow up the the, the yeah, lab if you, or whatever. If you blow up the lab with this right. magnesium pill, I'll take care yeah. of your family. you know I'll take care of your family. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good one, and that that's a callback to this episode or this podcast. Good job, Chad. Um, yeah. So anyway, he gets on the plane and he goes. So then we get some cool dialogue. Now, I, I didn't capture a lot of clips because, quite frankly, there's not a lot of, of dialogue to capture. There's just yeah. a lot of screaming and running, especially <laughs> in the second half of the movie. Once they get to Israel, literally from Israel to the end of the movie, it's just a lot of running around and being chased from things. There's not a lot of dialogue yeah. or not a lot of what I would call either A, meaningful dialogue or B, anything fun, you know? So – Fun dial, yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying so, like. I, so did you did you get the uh, the Mother Nature capture? I did. I, oh, okay. I, I basically right. captured the entire airplane ride because <laughs> that was my one of my favorite parts. So they get this nerd right, uh, and who who uh, David uh, the general says this guy is our better our best chance to figure out what the hell this is, and of course he's like. 17 right like he's like this young dude yeah. right? and, and i love too how when they're introducing him you know they're looking at him from across the room and he's standing up at some table almost like he's giving them a lecture right on what's what's happening and that of course pinpoints him as the brain yeah, behind yeah. all this yeah the brains by the way whenever he said he's our best hope i was like he's gonna die hey, he's <laughs> like, I, yes. I knew that immediately like he <laughs> might as well should have just pulled a gun out and shot him right then oh wait Oh, wait. He kind of oh. does that to himself. <laughs> so this is his line, okay? Um, he says this. Well, actually, before I play the clip, this is another thing that annoyed me. And it's a trope, and I, I have my tropes here somewhere. It's down here somewhere. Could this plane actually take off from the from the, the carrier? The what? Yeah. The, the one thing I thought of was, like, this plane looks way too big to be able to, to take off it, of a aircraft carrier. Eh, it's a C-130. I'm sure they can do it. I, I don't know enough about it. I just – it took me out of the movie for a moment thinking – that's what took you out of the movie, the plane. We're gonna need a bigger boat. I mean, like if you're gonna do that, because my because my dad has ridden in a C-130 when he was in the Air yeah. Force, and he says you 
the way they're talking to each other, all normal voice like, you can't do that in one of those airplanes because uh, okay. they're cargo bays. Like they're not made for people. Like they're made for cargo. <laughs> they're loud. That's what takes me out of the movie. But <laughs> anyway, so he's up there talking to these people, right? And he says he drops the zombie word, and you get this reaction. You all read the same email I did. It said zombies. So the earliest mention of the word zombie was in a memo from Camp Humphreys in South Korea. We haven't had contact with them since, but this could lead us to the origin. If we knew where this thing started, then we'd have a chance of developing a vaccine to stop it. So, so that to me is a is a thing, right? That's a that's a trope where. Again, patient zero. Yeah, well, not that, forget the patient zero. The, did you hear the reaction to people? Let me. This is case you missed. I just want to hear this real quick. We'll just. Look at this. You all read the same email I did. It said zombies. Like. Yeah. I, have you yeah, not you, seen you the footage? You people just saw what happened. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, have you? You guys were probably some kind of New York or. Philadelphia, Boston, Washington people, yeah. right? Yeah. You just saw other humans eating other humans alive, right? And then those people turning into human-eating people right. going after others. So when yeah. the guy uses the word zombie, why is there a unanimous, oh, you're out of your mind? Like, I'm Because that's sure, what Hollywood says that people should react. Like, I'm pretty sure all of us would be like, okay, let's, let's go down this road. Like, I mean, just, <laughs> like, it would be one thing if the four of us walked into Congress tomorrow and said, zombies are attacking. Yeah, we're going to get thrown in jail for being ridiculous. But, like, if then zombies poured into the Capitol building and then we said, those are zombies, I'm pretty sure everyone's like, yeah, you're right, let's get the F out. So, yeah. anyway, that just, <laughs> that just seemed really dumb to me. Um, yeah. Anyway, so then they get on the plane and he's with Nerd Guy. So then we get this really cool dialogue. Now this is I when I was writing this down or uh, from my notes, basically I wrote that if if Brad Pitt's giving me advice, I'm listening. Have you ever noticed that <laughs> he gives really good advice? You know, like in, like in the Ocean's yeah. movies, he was like, a great teacher, right? Like in the Ocean's movies, he's he's you know don't slouch, don't look, make too much eye contact, don't shift your weight, don't like you know he's giving Linus all this you know and for whatever ever you do, don't. Hey, can you come here for a second? Yeah, be right there. And then he walks away and he never says anything. <laughs> <laughs> like like he gives great advice. So when he's listening, when he whenever he's talking in this part of the movie, especially when he's giving advice, you better damn well listen. Yeah. Look, we don't know what we're walking into, so we do what they say. Okay. They move, we move. They stop, we stop. Things were to get crazy. Just focus on their boots, focus on their voices, we'll be all right. Mm -hmm. These guys are hammers. And to hammers, everything looks like nails. I heard that. You were meant to. So you see something that's important, you call it out. We'll make it happen. Okay. So, yeah, so so if if the loading ramp is a little slippery, you should probably tell somebody. Well, and that's the watch, thing is, wouldn't someone supposed to say, "Watch your step"? Isn't that no? No, forget yeah, about it. Yeah. We're missing the other point. We're missing the fact that he literally says, uh, "We're getting ahead of ourselves again" because I have another clip to play. But basically, Brad Pitt says to Nerd, they give him a gun, and he says, "Take your finger off finger the trigger." Finger off the trigger. Yeah. And then he starts to run with that with his finger on the trigger, and that's how he slips and falls and blows his head off. And I have to ask, who here laughed? 
I did. I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I laughed when I saw it the first time. I laughed out loud because I thought Kimberly, he was going to get. When we were watching Kimberly turn to me and she goes, "Did did he just die? Did he just <laughs> did, did he just shoot himself?" Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually thought he was going to get. You know, eaten by a zombie in yeah. some really stupid way because he was trying to like take its temperature or something. But like you know that, what? You know? I loved how they did that. I oh. loved that it was unexpected. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, <laughs> he slipped and shot himself. And then you know, later it's, it's on, you wouldn't expect. Right. And then later on, the, the guy goes, You know, why are you here? And he's like, Well, we're trying to bring this dude here. And he's like, Well, where is he? Well, he shot himself. And he goes, Oh, well, shit happens. And Brad Pitt says, He would strongly agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) But but here's the here's a trope in and of itself. I guess he's a trope. That nerd guy is a trope. The world is ending, yet he's still getting his jollies off of, of what's happening. So this is him being all nerd. Yeah. Yeah, we can find something. Mother Nature is a serial killer. No one's better, more creative. Like all serial killers, she can't help the urge to want to get caught. What good are all those brilliant crimes if if no one takes the credit? So she leaves crumbs. Now the hard part, why you spend a decade in school, is seeing the crumbs for the clues they are. Sometimes the thing you thought was the most brutal aspect of the virus turns out to be the chink in its armor. And she loves disguising her weaknesses as strengths. It's a bitch. Okay, so I wonder I if uh, Halloween's going to get uh, really exactly. pissy and uh, soothing. <laughs> I was literally thinking, I think I actually wrote under my, my little notes for the uh, soundtrack that it was a cross between Inception and Halloween. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there's that thing. And then you've got, let's see. Oh, okay. Apparently, I, I didn't take any notes for like almost an hour because my next note is about Israel. So. Okay. Um, and, well, they go to, in South Korea, my first yeah. thing was, you know, the plane lands. It's, it, those aren't quiet things. No. We've already, we've already kind of said that you have, you know. They're attracted to sound, right? And certainly they get attacked, but it seemed way too easy to get into the base or whatever they were going um, in terms of uh, as much sound as that plane was was attracting. The oh yeah, they should have been. He should have been swarmed the moment that they turned the exactly. motor off. Like they should have been. Exactly. He should have been chopping up bodies with the propellers. Yeah, like that's how yep. many should have come out after him. Yep. Um, here's my second question to your I, I I see your question and I raise you another. Okay? <laughs> so they get back inside and Brad Pitt learns what he needs to learn that 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 this base was infected because this one guy went out into the field and came back and then he yep. infected a bunch of other people and they all By ate the each way, other. How many of you guys expected him to get get bit in the ear when he leaned over the patient? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 And then he didn't and then he got it in another way. Yeah. Um so then and then we learn that they all attacked everyone except for the guy with the twisted ankle or something. And that means yeah. something later, right? Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, you know, I've seen the movie twice in the past two or three weeks. I still didn't quite get what they were trying to say. Because later in the movie, you, you know, you find out that they won't attack terminally ill people. Right. And well, I was in like... The, in the beginning I, of the... 
Go ahead. I couldn't understand. Was this guy terminally ill or was it just because he twisted an ankle? Well, we don't really know what was wrong with him. We just yeah. know that he was limping. Um, yeah, and, and I just think they did a pretty poor job in terms of why he wasn't attacked or if it was really him in there to begin with or what was, you know, what was wrong with that or up with that. Right. Uh, what were you going to say, Chad? I was going to say at the very beginning of the film, like when they're, when they're running into the apartment complex, like, you know, you see the, the, the zombies running forward and a homeless guy, you know, sitting on the side of sitting on the side of the street and the zombies are running right past him. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just kind of alludes to, well, why aren't, why didn't they attack that guy? Right. And yeah, is it being drunk is is a is a good. Uh... Well, he's probably got all kinds of diseases. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, we don't know. I mean, we just kind of make the assumption. So are you that saying homeless people are diseased? I'm saying that one was. <laughs> okay. Yes. Please put words in my mouth. Um, <laughs> so so again, so my question to you is then that um, they make this discovery, right? And so he's like. Well, where did this come from? He's like, oh, well, I, I need to get to Israel because that's where – oh, they, that's when they talked to a CIA dude who's pulled out of all of his teeth because in North Korea they pull out everyone's teeth. So if you can't bite someone, you can't be a zombie, which is not a which thing. Is, the what? I, I did enjoy that part only because I remember that part in the book. Right. I, just, I thought – and that was really interesting and clever and gruesome all to think about. Yeah. Um, so, so there you go. And that dude who played that character, that CIA dude, is a creepy dude. Yeah, everything yeah. that he does. Here, here's my problem with him, though. The motivation to pull his own teeth. At this point, he could care less. He's just trying not to get bit. He doesn't care if he bites other people. Right. So I think it's just no to show to that he's crazy. Yeah, I guess. He's just gone crazy. That's the only thing I can think of. Because he does it with a, his own hand. Like that oh. would, I can't imagine how. Ah. Yeah, he pulls his teeth out with his hand. How painful would that be? So, back to my question. I'll get there. So they, they realize, okay, we've got to get to Israel. Is it, at, at what point do they decide, you know what, we have to do it now, at night, in this rain? <laughs> like, at, at no point does someone say, hey, you know, Brad Pitt, I know you're in a hurry, and I know the world's at stake, but we're going to wait three hours for the sun to come up so we can see what the hell we're doing. So here's, we- here's my reasoning, <laughs> I think, why they, they might have did that, only, you know, not just because it, it looks cool in the movie and makes it foreboding. Uh, the rain would cause distraction in terms of sound. That's true. And, it does mask sound. And just, and the darkness, maybe they were worried about them seeing. Maybe because they're all using night scopes and maybe the zombies yeah. can't. I mean, and I yeah. see, but still in the moment, it just seemed like, I don't know. I guess, I guess it makes sense when, when I literally say it out loud, but. In the yeah. moment of, I was like, "Why can't you just wait a little bit?" But I get, I, I get it. <laughs> so then, of course, they have to refuel the plane, and a couple people. And die did they and... not have any WD forty for that bike? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Guess not. I mean, they're worried about making sounds, and you've got Squeaker out there, right? You know, making all sorts of crazy sound. And of course, now we're going to get to the trope. Uh, <laughs> okay, we ready for it? So earlier in the movie, he tries to call his wife, and he can't get a hold of her. Bad cell phone reception to the satellite for whatever reason. Now she's like, she's back on the ship and she's like, I think I'll call my darling husband. So she pulls out the phone and and so I don't know if it's cell phone ex machina, but um, his phone rings, which causes everyone, everything to go to hell. 
<laughs> so there's a couple of things about that that's kind of interesting. One, the cell phone goes off, zombies come, they have to, to do the fueling, whatever. But like six people die in the process. And then yeah. later on in the movie, she's like, I tried calling you. He's like, yeah, I was running around. Your phone call cost six people their lives. Like, <laughs> I mean, so, so the, uh, you know, this, this should be a good lesson for wives everywhere. Stop it. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on. I'm going to make sure wanna, that you're – I want to hear the rest of it. Yeah, I want to make sure that your wife hears this episode too. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I've got, something to, I've got something to share. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, speaking of not calling during certain times, I was uh, I, I play I play music on the side when I'm when I'm not podcasting. I like to sit down and play music, uh, <laughs> and and having having told my my wonderful wife uh, something very similar, uh, hey, I you know blah 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 playing tonight. Uh, she had forgotten that because uh, I didn't write it down, so it's my fault. I'll I'll take the blame for it, but she had forgotten that I was out playing music. And uh, I play drums, so I'm in the middle of this tune, and we're playing along. All of a sudden, uh, my ringtone's a Dave Matthews song, and <laughs> <laughs> Dave Matthews is blaring the entire time. And I, I have to wait to a, I have to get to a moment where we uh, kind of do a little uh, stop moment, and I stop for a minute, and I pull up my phone, and I turn it off, and power it down, and keep time, and I come back in, and our bass player, our lead singer, looks at me and goes, "What the hell's wrong with you?" And I was like, "I'm sorry." So that was my zombie moment, you know. We would all have been uh, eaten alive, I suppose. But Right. Well, well, good job. I guess satellite phones don't have uh, vibrate mode. I, I guess, know. I, mean, I don't know, but, just, uh, but it, there's other movies that this happens in. I can only think of Die Hard 2 when his wife calls him from the airplane and he's about to sneak up on a bad guy and then his phone rings and then, you know, he, let, he has to fight the bad guy and... I know there's this and this happens in other movies. I just couldn't think of another example. Well, since Sam likes to bring up uh, uh, Jurassic Park, <laughs> Jurassic Park, how about the uh, that little Nokia thing? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. You know, whenever yeah. That, which one was that one though? That was that was the, that was the second one. Was it the yeah. second oh, one? Was it the third one? It was, was in the poop. that was the third one. Yep, the third one. Because the dinosaur. That, yeah, I'll try to forget. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that dinosaur. was a good one. There, there, there's a couple other times this happens in movies. I can't think of any more. But so anyway, so they, so they get to Israel, and then we get to meet a really interesting. Um, oh wait, I missed a line. So, so while we were actually when, after he got done with the airplane before he did go to Israel, we get a quick geography lesson. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, here's our geography lesson for the day. Philly, Newark, bad. What about Houston, Louis? Baltimore. Atlanta. Detroit. So those are all the places that Carmen Sandiego was spotted in the last week. <laughs> so we get to go, we go to Israel, and um, how interesting that Israel right now is really having some interesting headlines going on. Uh, and so Israel in the movie does this really interesting thing where they um, they built walls around their city. There's already walls all over in Israel, but they build their own walls. And this is against stealing. They did this in the book. Um, but in the book, they, the zombies don't come over the walls. That's not a thing. Right, Sam? I don't remember. I don't remember no. that either. I'm pretty sure Israel survives. Totally yeah. survives. But in the movie, you've got to have peril for Brad Pitt. You've got to get him out of, the, out of Israel. You've got to be in the right place at the right time when, when the singing starts and the zombies start piling up. Right. So, of course, it, you know, this is what happens when you give, you know, um, you know people with a microphone and, and the zombies attack. So. Yeah. Is, is it bad? 
that it was the the Arabs that they were letting in, that they were so happy they started singing that caused Israel's demise. Yeah, I don't know if that was like some kind of jab. <laughs> I don't. I, I would know. almost say that was probably uh... you know like yeah. it wasn't the Hasidic Jews off in the background that you saw over there. It wasn't them. It was the uh, it was the, uh... yeah. So anyway, um, the zombies come <laughs> over the wall and Israel gets eaten, and and then we get to. Uh, a moment where I wrote in my clips, which we get to, which uh, goes to uh, I think Chad's intro with uh, no hand groovy. <laughs> he chops off her hand because she gets bitten in the hand, and the only thing she needed to do was put a chainsaw on it, and she would have been ready to go. <laughs> but uh, once again, I was a little I, I was taken out of the movie not by you know people falling on on people from the sky, but. Um, <laughs> If this thing travels in 12 seconds from a bite to you turn into a zombie. And, and are ready to bite other people. And are ready to bite other people. It's going – it took him too long to cut off that arm for that virus not – or whatever it was to travel somewhere where yeah, you needed to Yeah, from her hand into the – yeah. Yeah. And Excuse me. Sorry. Again, that's, that's another problem with fast zombies is that you know there's no such thing like that. That won't happen. You know, in The Walking Dead, you've got – cases where you know it takes a while for people to to turn and you can literally chop off limbs to keep them from turning um and other zombie movies do the same kind of thing that's it's almost a zombie movie trope really right. um but uh i you know again you know right now we've got what the ebola virus in africa going on mm-hmm. and it it's so dangerous because it it's got some sort of um, not only does it kill you, but you don't know you have it for a while, but yet you still can transmit it. Right. That's how people can get on airplanes. They can go around the world, and it can happen. It's kind of like um, I just got done with that um, Planet of the Apes movie. It was mm-hmm. kind of that same idea why everybody died was because you know they they were going on planes where they didn't know they were sick. This one, you just you can't have somebody sitting next to you and you not know they're sick. And, Exactly, exactly. And it's that's just that's crazy. So anyway, off my high horse. There you go. Um so yeah, so yeah, they're in Israel and he's trying to escape and then I wrote I get why the pilot left, but damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> not only did he leave, but he left a whole lot of people behind. Right. That he could have grabbed. That he could have saved. Yeah. He could have saved some lives. And all he can think of I mean, I get you you're very we're all selfish human beings. You're going to do what it takes to, to for you to survive, but it's still kind of messed up, you know. <laughs> and what does he do then? Because does he just fly back to the aircraft carrier and be like, his generals go, "Hey, where'd you go? Yeah, where, like, where's where where's it? Brad Pitt? Uh, I left him in Israel. Is he alive? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like there's no consequences to dude in the plane. Like, and we yeah. don't find out like he, nothing happens to him. There's like. Yeah. Like, I almost kind of well, I almost want to see that scene where he gets back and David Andrews is like, "What the hell happened?" That would have been a hilarious. Oh, dude, I totally left him. I'm so sorry. <laughs> or, or, he, or, he, or he, or he, yeah, he goes, "Wait, well, he's not on the plane? Crap!" You know. <laughs> anyway, so, I told him I'd be back. <laughs> so then they get on the plane, and he, it's him and the Israeli chick, and they get on the plane. Um, yeah. And her name, I can't remember her name, but it's literally um, Israeli for lieutenant. Zombie, no, no, not a zombie, oh. lieutenant. So he uh, he does a little field, uh, you know, med thing, and he you know he he puts the chainsaw in her hand, and then of course 
we have to get zombies on the airplane. Well, and, and did any of us, anybody else think that she was going to be the reason the zombies were on the plane? Because we saw the trailers. We knew what, what was going to happen. Right. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be her. I didn't. I actually thought no. it was somehow it was going to be that stupid dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, for some reason, <laughs> that the dog had gotten bitten or whatever, and it took longer for yeah. dogs to turn or something. Like, I really felt like that dog was going to run to the back of the plane and bite some dude to the ankle and then zombie. Yeah, I and but and the dog still kind of, kind of started it because he ran to the elevator and started barking, and then that's when yeah. she hit the elevator button and out he came. Yeah. So, so then they try to do this whole stacking up suitcases in front of the whatever to to make a barrier. Like, what else are you gonna do? You gotta try yeah, something. And that's what. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. You know, he's trying to think how the heck do you separate yourself from these folks? And right. I I I wouldn't have thought of that. You know, I would have. I, mean, I don't know what, what I would have done. I would have hid in the bathroom or something. Did the logic Actually, I, that was my thought. I was like, I would try to go in the bathroom and then... Uh, and wait it out and just don't yeah. make a sound and hope that they don't know that you're in there. Because that's the whole point of these things. They only hunt what they see and hear. Yeah. So my guess, the logic behind Brad Pitt's idea is that if we can build a wall, they, don't, they won't know to go through the suitcases unless they have stimulus to do so. Yeah, right. Um, so it was actually... I, I actually liked the idea just... Then you have nerd with the glasses who drops the the suitcase and all hell breaks loose, and yeah. literally. And then, but the best part is, is that uh, you know when when they the two the, when she gets on, he he takes her gun and drops it out of the airplane for whatever yeah. reason, like I, no guns on the airplane. Like again, that's the thing to me that's just thinking about. All I can think of is that's what you're worried about a like a, a quote unquote <laughs> terrorist taking over the airplane. You're escaping zombies. Rules are rules, man. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just to, like to me that's think like, oh, an assault rifle, and you're a military officer. You're keeping your gun. Now yeah. we're going to keep it in the cabin here, locked away. But you're keeping your gun. You know what I'm saying? But then he don't. They obviously don't check her vest for the grenades that she had, <laughs> or the, the or hand, the other the pistol. Gun. Yeah. So he throws a grenade, blows a hole in the plane, and he and yes. the girl hop in the seats and. The plane crashes, and they're the only two to survive. And fortunately, they, they crashed within a few miles of the place. In the front all... yard of the, the WHO building. So some more, you know, uh, crash plane ex if, if there's one thing that really made me mad about this, this movie, it was that. And you could tell this is where they, they had a hard time finishing this movie. Yeah. Because this was definitely a, let's throw this in. This was not a well-thought-out ending. So they go to – he wakes up. He's in this uh, WHO, uh, World Health Organization um, office with the lady in the flower dress and Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> By the way, that's uh, awesome. And Chad, I know you noticed that um, yes. being our Whovian. Um, and I didn't, re- I didn't read the trivia first before I watched the movie. So I wrote a note that – is that a joke that they got Doctor Who to play a doctor <laughs> for the Who? <laughs> like I didn't know if that was a. I didn't ju- think about that, but that's that's, that's pretty actually, cool. That's pretty. But funny. I then later read in the trivia that he was announced as the next Doctor Who literally six weeks after this movie was aired when it was hit theaters. So, world's greatest Easter egg, right? So <laughs> it's just one of those things, like because I didn't I didn't know who he was. I didn't I don't watch the show, so I'm doing the I'm doing the just going through the. Uh, yeah, it was the uh, doctor. Uh, so, 
<laughs> I was uh, going through the people, and I go, oh, he was Doctor Who. That's weird. He was Doctor Who, and he was playing a doctor for who? Anyway. Um, and so he wakes up, and, and then, of course, during this time that he was asleep for the next three days, the government thinks that he's dead, so they kick his wife and family off the boat. Uh, they got voted off the island, so... So now life's kind of frustrating and stressful, so he's got to find the camouflage, right? And that leads yep. us to this scene where they got to go through, fight all these zombies, and he has to inject himself with whatever he injects himself with. My question is, after we've already talked about, the zombies won't bite people that are broken, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they just give her a map and let her go by herself? She only has one hand. They're not biting her. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Well, no, I, did, did we, or didn't it not establish the fact that they didn't go after people who were terminal or who were very, very sick? See, that's what Brad to. Pitt said. But the guy who's a Navy dude or the Marine, he just had a twisted ankle. Yeah. Well, then and again, he might, have, he might have had a terminal disease and didn't know it. I, I, that's the only thing I could think of. And that, that that's why I think that it wouldn't work for someone with just half, you know, with one, one hand. Okay. It's maybe you have to be terminal. Maybe that's what they need us to believe. I don't know. I almost wish someone would have said that. Can't she just go? She's she's yeah. not a whole. You have to be terminal. Okay. It's the same thing like in our in our sci fi movies. You need to establish the rules. Right. Like and, don't and, But but this is the big twist of the movie. This is this is the part of going back to the book. This isn't in the book at all. This whole all. concept of camouflage is not a thing. Um, some jerk who works for a pharmaceutical company claims to have created a cure for the, for the zombie disease and makes billions of dollars selling this drug that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they go on the thing, and then he injects himself with the plague or something, and then he's able <laughs> to just walk out. And then I get, um, let's see, uh, Pepsi to save the day. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. Uh, going back to some of my, my notes that I missed, zombies on planes seems more terrifying than normal. Did you ever think about that? Like, how yep. horrible would that be? You've like, got claustrophobia. No place to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no escape. There is none. Yeah. So exactly, except for the bathroom, and then you hit the button, and then you fall out like Max gets smart dead in the movie. Um, <laughs> what was a? Uh, uh, of course, the answer is in the infected part, and then crowbar stuck stuck in the body gag. You know, he hits the guy oh, with the yeah. crowbar, and then he can't get it out. Like, I'm not supposed to be laughing at that moment, but it was actually kind of funny because I, I was uh, the noises and the stuff was happening. I'm like, this seems something like Evil Dead would do. So and you're then, saying that, that all of this wasn't in the book? Not that part, no. None of that stuff oh. is. None of the fact that there's a camouflage. There's no camouflage. Yep. The point of the book is they just survive. You just find ways to... Um, like get away, of, get away, and and to fight back. Eventually, they do fight back, and they get really. We have to get creative in how we fight. They would literally do, you know, how the end of the movie. You know, they make a lot of noise and they hold them together and they blow them up. They did yeah. that a lot in the book. You know, like they would. They eventually trained attack dogs. They would literally train dogs to run up and bark at these things and then run back. And you would get like three or four in a row, and then you just, you know, hack them to pieces, and then you send the dog back out, and then you bring them back and hack them to pieces. That's how they cleared out towns. Um, moving back east, yeah, there was no this, this camouflage thing was not a thing. That was the quote unquote twist for the movie um, that people kind of got upset about. And even Max Brooks, the author, has even come out and said this movie is nothing like my book. Um, yeah. So, 
but they paid him a lot of money to be a quote unquote executive producer. So he, you know, whatever he's rolling in money, he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, tropes. We want to talk about tropes. I know we talked about a little bit. The cell phone ring. News clip of normal stuff to emphasize that the next two hours isn't supposed to happen kind of a thing. Like what, Sam, you're talking about? We're getting all these news clips about normal stuff, kind of giving the foreshadowing that the next two hours is going to be hell. Right. Um, The obvious thing isn't obvious, meaning noise attracts the zombies. Like that seems like a pretty obvious thing to us watching the movie, yet it takes them an hour, 45 minutes in the movie to figure that out. Um, doing a thing that gives you the answer. Oh, it's that thing where he, um, it's that thing where like in movies where you're doing it, like, like in the TV show house, like you're doing, he's just doing a normal thing and then boom, Oh, this is the answer to the problem. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like either it comes to them or you're talking about their, yeah, like, like, yeah, literally like, I can't figure out this problem, so I'm going to go brush my teeth. Oh. It's like a Big Bang. When, yeah, yeah, when, when she- he drops Sheldon the Sheldon drops the plate or whatever he does and yeah. realizes, oh, this is it's, how this It's a wave. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. That happened yeah. in this movie, and I'm trying to remember when it happened. Well, uh, he's on the plane before the zombies attack, and he's sitting there, and uh, he's you know he's doing the, the monologue of what's been told to him and then he starts flashing back to the guy that he saw. Right. Then the that's old guy. Was, that got, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what it was. He was he was bandaging up her arm, and that's when it kind of hits him that this is the thing that's happening. And that's when yeah. he makes the phone call, and they need to go to Wales or whatever. That's what it was. So that was the trope. Um, and then the freeze frame ending. <laughs> Straight out of the early nineties. Yeah. Love it. Did you guys have any other ones? Oh, oh, you got the you got the uh, when when you're in a, uh, a a fleeing movie, you always lose the one little kid, like just disappear for no reason. Like that's not someone takes them. The little girl when they were running initially in the first part of the movie. Oh, she disappeared twice. She disappears yeah. twice. Like why she, can't you keep up? Right. And did you notice, by the way, when they were going up to the roof, they had actually tied rope around themselves to keep them yes. together? Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty clever. Oh, by the way, uh, three of us are fathers, and we know that in the zombie apocalypse, what are you doing with your smallest child the entire time? Oh, I don't know. Carrying it. Yeah. Carry. Yeah, absolutely. I, Parker's like, you know, 10 feet tall, but I think I'm <laughs> – yeah. I actually might have him carry me. But the point is <laughs> there's no way I'm running without the child in hand. Right. Yeah. So how does yeah. she walk away? That just bothers. That just... Uh, maybe, maybe not for – literally maybe not for Parker's case because he's probably faster than you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's just be honest. Actually, right. <laughs> so the other day, the other day I chased him. race. The other day I chased him, and uh, Parker ran, but I was a little bit behind him. I mean, as large as I am, I'm still surprisingly quick. And he runs and runs to Peyton. He goes, "I didn't think he's that fast, mommy." Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, I, I think there's a lot of horror movie tropes, you know, in terms of oh, when well, you're yeah. trying to be quiet, Maybe the door squeaks. Um, oh yeah, that definitely happened. Gosh! Oh my you gosh! Know, uh, he hits the crowbar on the, the metal thing. Um, kicks a can, broken glass. Like yeah, it's the it's like the loudest loud quiet room gets, ever. Yeah, <laughs> every yeah. loud thing they could be down. Like they had like gum wrappers going, foil falling. <laughs> <on the ground. laughs> Somebody was throwing plates. You're like, right. what the hell's the, yeah, I was, I was the dog, the dog treat, or the dog toy to squeak. You know, underfoot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I was actually oh, waiting for a, awesome. I was actually waiting for a cell phone to go off again. <laughs> oh honey, on your way back from Geneva, can you pick up some milk or from Wales or whatever the hell he was? Um, yeah, exactly. Uh there you go. So good 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 tropes. Um the comic book connection game. Oh Lord. Um there's, there's a few in this one. There's a there? few, but the problem is, is that can you name any characters other than Brad Pitt? I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can I mean, name. I mean, I, I'm looking at IMDb right now. I, I see a face, and that's how I know these people. Right. All right. So, I'm not even going to play the game. I can only find. Oh wow! Out. I didn't know Matthew Fox. Matt Fox was in this. Exactly. Movie. So exactly. So Matthew Fox was in this movie. Do you guys know who he is? He's he's the guy from Lost. Yeah, he's the yeah, kind of the yeah. hero from Lost. He was in We Are Marshall and some other stuff. He was in that horrible Alex Cross movie. And he was in Speed Racer, which is our comic book connection. Oh. However, so so we're going to – well, I'm not going to get in trivia. So Matthew Fox, we'll get in trivia in a second. Um, James Badge Dale, who was the Marine kind of Marine leader in South Korea, he's kind of the sub-boss in Iron Man 3. Yeah, he's a glowing guy that glows red, right? Well, they all glow red because they all have extremists. But <laughs> he's the he's kind of the the main henchman next to Guy Pierce. Yeah. Okay. Then I already well, called. Well, then you've got the the Agents of Shield lady. Yeah, Ruth Nega. Who? Yeah. You got to say that name really carefully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, fifty bucks at the courthouse. Change that name, please. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, how can you not say that name and then some, like, somebody turns around and goes, what do you say? See, I even avoided that joke. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going there. Um, she's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Maurice Bliabitru. I think uh, you're making names up now. Uh, he was a Who doctor. He was that one Who doctor who was like, he was the, um, what do you want to call him? He was, like, he was the Debbie Downer. You know? Oh, okay. Like they can't do that. He'll kill him. The thing would die. You know what I'm talking about? That guy. He was in Speed Racer also, which is kind of strange. Um, unfortunately, Doctor Who. He. We also had a Doctor Who connection. Yay. And, um, and David Andrews. Um, I wrote General from Terminator Three. So does that count as a comic book? No. Because it was no. a movie before it was a comic book. Yes. And then he's obviously our Star Trek connection. And then I wrote he's uh, our Sean connection because I've met him. Yeah, you ran into him. Yeah. Not, not literally, but um, you said "ouch." Uh, yeah, bumped into him. Ouch. So, <laughs> before we get into our trivia, which is actually pretty interesting, I'm going to break out a little Audible promo here. So, let me take a second to tell you about the awesome how awesome Audible.com is. You can download from thousands of titles like "Ender's Game" by Orson Scott Card. Uh, Sam and I have both read it. Yes. Love the movie. Uh, I actually, the, book. Uh, the book was really great, and I've listened yeah. to um, one of the sequels, Ender's Shadow. It's a really yes. good book. Um, both are really good. Check them out, audible.com uh, or audibletrial.com slash cheap seat reviews. You get your free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. So go check them out. Um, they're awesome. And there you go. So, trivia. Yep. Trivia. Oh, I was gonna, I was going to say uh, what I read on or what I listened to what I read on sorry, what I listened to on Audible the other day. Um, yes. Okay. What do you what do you listen to? I listened to it. Uh, it's called Darwin's Children, and uh, it was a. Uh, is it clicking? It isn't clicking a lot, actually. <laughs> no, I listened to Darwin's <laughs> Children, and it's a pretty interesting story. Basically, uh, um, there's a, a specific breed of. of, of 
person who basically is a mutant, and uh, it's just how they go through their life, and it's pretty interesting. So, so can you tell yes. me how the book evolves? <laughs> uh, it grew legs. It grew legs. It was weird. Was it a natural selection, or did you, you know, come across it by random? Anyway, <laughs> trivia. Trivia. Hey, 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 Chad. Yes, John. I, I have something I want you to do for me. This is okay. this is live on air. Okay. Live on air. Go, go to our Facebook account. Go to Facebook. Uh, enter the chat. I have sent you something. I want you to read this out loud in your greatest radio voice. This one's just for you, pal. <laughs> now I'm confused. Let me know when you're there. You there, Chad? I'm working on it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sam saw it. Yeah. Didn't we? Okay. Yeah, I know, but I just want Chad to have the honor. How about the opportunity <clears throat> to need more volume from Chad? Well, there's that too. Oh, okay. That's not. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I wrote that a while ago. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Should I have done this in the in the Skype chat? No, I got it now. All right, okay. you ready, Chad? Go. Tonight. We record no World War. What are you doing? What? <laughs> no, 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 cheap no, no, seat no. review. The the no our um the, the Facebook thing. I'm looking at it the, on our the chat. Our group chat. <laughs> this this, is, this experiment what? has failed. Oh, oh that gosh. miserably. Oh, that that failed miserably. Are you gonna read it or not? Did we already mention this? Yes, I wanted Chad to read it because he's a Who fan. Forget it. Oh my god. <laughs> Peter Capaldi plays the doctor with the World Health Organization and is credited as Who Doctor. The filmmakers had inside knowledge that Capaldi would soon be portrayed the title role in Doctor Who 2005. The BBC publicly announced the casting two months after the film was released. There you go. See? How freaking hard was that? This is the highest grossing film of Brad Pitt's career. How about that? Really? Yep. Like even more than Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Damon Lindorf... Lindoff, Lindoff, and Drew Goddard wrote rewrote the screenplay in the middle of the production to create a whole new different third act, which leads us into the third act. Okay, this, well, whatever. Originally, the film had a different ending. The plane lands in Moscow rather than crashing in Wales. The passengers are rounded up, and the elderly and sick are executed. Jerry, Whoa. yeah, Jerry is drafted into the Russian army. An unknown period of time passes, and we see Jerry fighting the zombies. He realizes the zombies are weak in the cold. The film ends ended with him getting back to the USA and leading a D-Day-like invasion against the undead on the Oregon coast. The, that ending, the ending that was used instead, made the movie less brutal and ended it with a glimper, glimpse of hope. <laughs> That's a terrible ending. <laughs> However, somewhat... Uh, more bookish in terms of just how how crazy the book gets by that point. Yeah. And then uh, last piece of trivia here regarding Matthew Fox. Uh, Matthew Fox had a bigger role in the film. He was a supporting character who, in the end, would be set up as a human villain for World War Z 2. Due to the constant rewrites and editing, his role was the final... His role in the final cut was reduced down to only five lines of dialogue. Now... I didn't put this part in the trivia here, but his original role in the film, he was actually going to be the cheating adulterer to Brad Pitt's wife. 
<laughs> so he's he actually is the guy. If you remember on the helicopter when the, when the helicopter comes and rescues him, the the family, he's yeah. the mm-hmm. guy that steps off the plane, the helicopter, and is shooting the zombies as they're making their flee. They're escaping. And then in the in this version, the original version, he would be the guy on the boat, kind of taking care of the family. And then they end up like he and the wife end up like hooking up, and then like creates this strange thing uh, tension for when Brad Pitt comes back home, and so now that that creates this tension for the second movie, to which I think is that's a terrible idea because not only do not only do you make this Navy guy to be a horrible human being, you turn the wife into a horrible human being. Your husband's out sacrificing his life. To save humanity, and you're shagging up with Mac, with uh, Matthew Fox? Come on. Stop yeah. it. Come so, on, son. <laughs> it, it's a good thing that that got left on the floor. So, there you go. Won't work for uh, Walking Dead. Well, I guess. So, there you go. So, that's our <laughs> that's our movie. Um, yeah. So, we're going to do our top three here in a second. You guys have anything else you want to add about the movie before we do top three and then out of ten? No. No? Yeah, no. Make things sluggish uh, pretty much we've said my... Uh, Right. I've, I've, I've made my piece with it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, even if it was... Uh, anyway, so top three. <laughs> so you guys said, hey, Sean, we need a little funny sound thing for when we do top three. So I have uh, gone to the salt mines and have created this. So time for now <laughs> for our top three. <laughs> so top three. We, we, <laughs> I picked, uh, we picked top three zombie movies. That's so, awesome. So, Chad, Yay. top three zombie movies, go. Um, Zombieland. Yep. Was my number one. Um, I'm also going to go with Army of Darkness. <laughs> nice. And, I mean, you have Undead Skeletons. Sure. Oh, I'm with and, you. I'm, I'm very much with you. To the point that it's my honorable mention. And I'm going to go with, you know, I hate to go with the same uh, franchise, but Evil Dead. I, w- I, I put Army of Darkness franchise, so I'm, I'm with you. That's fine. Uh, you're but not a big zombie fan, so that's... I, mean, I hate zombie movies, so this is kind of like the best I can, go- best I can do. No, that's fine. Um, uh, corny. Um, Chad's List. Exactly in that order. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. All right. And I approve. Sam? <laughs> Uh, I've got a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, I like the 28 Days Later, um, as well as, uh, you, I wish you why, guys, why, would... this, why do you talk about Sandra Bullock's movie? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's where I wish you guys, that's where she goes go. to rehab and then zombies eat her or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys really need to, to try to get through the first two episodes of Walking Dead. And I think you'd be as hooked as the rest of us. Uh, in America, seem to be because it's just an amazing. Uh, it has nothing uh, to do with zombies and everything to do with a time factor. I just don't have time yeah. to watch it. I'll eventually, yeah. I'll watch it. I yeah, just, it'll be a nice. It you know, it, it'd I be just a got nice. Too much Netflix, else going on. Yeah, Netflix hit later on down the road, but I, 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 yeah, I highly got, recommend. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Twenty Eight Days Later also has those darn fast zombies, um, which yeah, I'm not as big a fan. Of. Uh, my number three was Zombieland. The only problem I have with it is because it's fast zombies. Otherwise, it's hilarious and a lot of fun to watch. It's it's campy. That's why it's okay yeah. because you, look yeah. at this clown. I mean, really, it really, to it had to be a clown. <laughs> but like that, that movie again, you have to really. I mean, you have to turn your brain off on zombie movies anyway. But you have to really, really, really turn your brain off on that movie because corny. You and I both worked at the theme park, the same theme park. 
We yes. both know that there's not one switch that turns everything <laughs> on, and you have that to have correct. you have to have people physically yeah. turning on the rides. Yep. And no. that movie has one of the best cameos you'll ever oh, and ever Bill, get. Bill Murray <laughs> Bill playing Murray. Bill Murray, and he gets shot by uh, Social Network. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So that's my number three. My number two is yet another fun one: Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I like the funny zombie movies. I don't. I don't understand it. But uh, number one has to go out to what started it all: Night of the Living Dead. Um, it's pure classic, pure uh, pure horror, really, because it's both. Uh, you know, people getting eaten alive and being trapped in a house surrounded by zombies. Eating so, people alive? Good. Where does that get fun? Um, sorry. <laughs> if you Don't get that, if you get that quote, then then good for you. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I honorable mention is the Evil Dead franchise. Uh, I did I Am Legend because they're I, vampires. They're I know they're vampires, but they act like zombies in this movie. So that's what yeah. I'm going off of the ev- the Resident Evil franchise. If you like some good camp. And some violence, <laughs> and Mila Jovovich is still kind of hot. Didn't watch that. And then my number one is Zombieland. So there you go. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, out of ten, so we would give this movie, we rate this movie, uh, we rate, as we rate all of our movies, and then we post it on our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Um, Chad, out of ten, um, how many, um, I don't know, uh, sub, what was that subway? What was that stupid doll that counted to twelve? Subway, pal doll. What was that thing? Yeah, some trains like in the station. Yeah, it was a subway buddy. Sub- How many trains in the station am I going to give this? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give it a solid three trains in the station. Wow, wow, you really didn't like this movie. Wow, I, I, it's I, I'm just not a fan of zombie movies, well, that's okay. and I just. Oh crap! I totally realized something. Sorry, Chad. I'm totally going to cut you off, but I missed a clip I didn't play. Holy crap! So back in Israel, backtrack. Back in Israel. Back in Israel. We're back in Israel. We get this little. We get this. I just. I wanted to record this guy talking, the Mossad agent, because he had a really great voice. How did Israel know? We intercepted a communique from an Indian general, saying they were fighting the Urekshasha. Translation: Zombies. There's a pill for that here. I'm dead. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry. I should put that way back ago when we were still in Israel. All right. So, Chad, um, you said three. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan. Three. Not a fan. All right. Great. Um, I do not approve. Corny, how many um, steak knives duct taped to rifles would you pick? <laughs> I, 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 it didn't entertain me. It didn't, wasn't super freaky, but I hate movies or I hate zombie super movies. freaky. <laughs> I hate zombie movies, wow. so I have to give wow. it a I have to give it a six for entertainment value. Okay. Yeah. Six. Okay. And uh, Sam, you always pick your own, so. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, the first time I moved, I watched this movie, I would have given a pretty good score. The second time, it it really didn't hold up because he, like you said, there's some serious holes that start popping up um, in this thing. So I'd probably give this. Uh, let's do. Seven stuck crowbars out of ten. Nice. Sure, sure. Yeah. There you go. Seven. Okay. I would probably give it six Pepsi cans for the win. <laughs> yeah, probably six. Uh, may, maybe, I don't know, six and a half maybe. Yeah, I'll say six and a half Pepsi cans for the win. Because yeah. there's, there's very few moments that are fun. But the, actually, there really aren't any moments that are fun. 
really. Like, Interesting. There, you know, some things well, you haven't seen I'll before say, I enjoy. I'll say the, the moment where he's drinking the soda. And like, he's that was that kind of a cool moment, but like I, I didn't laugh. Like the, the only times I laughed were when people died <laughs> the guy horribly. Shot like the guy shot himself was kind of funny. Um, bodies falling out of the sky were kind of funny. Yeah. Um, you're right, though. This movie is just full of freaking convenience after convenience. He is the only one that notices the zombies coming over the wall. Like, you don't have snipers <laughs> on top of that wall constantly patrolling the wall. Yeah. Just, didn't you ever see ants and how ants can do stuff like that, like climb walls? Like, why wouldn't you think? Yeah, you, and obviously in the opening credits, they showed that how insects can If can they would have just watched the opening credits, clearly they yeah. would have seen that. I mean, clearly. I mean, it was in all the papers. I just, I literally think, like, how <laughs> it was in all the papers. I just don't understand how, how this country, if they're so smart to build, not only did they build walls, they built, like, these long cages that are, that are covered in zombies trying to get into the cages because they, they clearly see people down there trying to, they're trying to get to them. They're, you don't have any snipers on top of that wall. Like that's, I'm just, that just to me seems strange or camera systems or anything that yeah. says some warning, early warning detection, right? Like there's nothing up there. I just thought that was again, strange. I mean, I guess you, we, I don't know what you want to call that, but because it, it's not in the book, obviously, but it just seemed, I don't know. It just, it seemed like a cheap way to get him out of Israel, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, it was like. All right, we're done with Israel, and uh, just dump a whole bunch of zombies in. Yeah, we'll do that. Like, or, or give me a believable way that that happens. Like, okay, fine, they climbed the wall, but it was a hell of a fight, you know? Like, yeah. somebody saw it happening. You got the sniper on top, and he's like, holy crap, they're climbing, and the helicopter comes around. And they, and, get and they just simply cannot you just, fight he, the multitude that right. is coming. Give us that. Don't just have Brad Pitt going, they're coming over the wall. Like... And Brad Pitt, and again, it's that thing that again, it's obvious to us because we're the audience that it's too loud. You know, once that girl took that microphone, like, nope, can't have it. I don't care who you are. So anyway, that's it. So no that's singing here. No singing here. So that's it. Time to wrap up, right? That's it. Um, we watching anything fun, Chad? Nah, I start band camp on Monday. Cool, Sam or Corny? Uh, no, sir. I, I've Obviously, been working very late cool. the uh, last couple of weeks. So, Sam, uh, saw the new uh, monkey movie. It was a lot of fun. Oh, good. Um, that's pretty much the only real new thing I've seen lately. Uh, the one thing I've been uh, really just eating up, and you're gonna maybe laugh at me. I don't know, but I I never watched it when it came out. But um, thanks to our mutual friend Chris Barton, thanks Chris, I am now sucked into Battlestar Galactica. Ah, <laughs> it's actually. I mean, I'm really like into the show. So. You get to the episode where they have to jump every certain yeah. 39 seconds or something it was. Or whatever. Yeah, that that was, was an amazing episode. Yeah, it actually was really, really good. Your face was an amazing episode. Oh, thanks. So, okay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, thank you for that awkward but uh, informative thing, Sam. We You're do, welcome. We do have yeah. mail. All right. Um, it's from our friend Jennifer. Uh-oh. We haven't heard from her in a while. Her email is kind of long, so I'm not going to do the whole thing because it's long. Um, but hey, guys, just had a chance to catch up on some of the more recent episodes I've missed. Wanted to send you a few thoughts. Oh, Lord. One, I have to apologize for drinking buddies. I hadn't seen the movie until recently, and I didn't realize how bad it was when I recommended it to you. While I love to listen to you guys squirm, even if I couldn't finish this particular chick flick. So she couldn't even finish the movie. 
<laughs> so we suffered through that freaking movie. It's okay. It's okay. We we did it for her, Jennifer. <laughs> we suffer. I'm just gonna. We, the we things we do for our uh, listeners. Our listeners. Thank you, Jennifer, our, our first female listener. She <laughs> also she continues to write. I'm so glad you did Sneakers. It's one of my favorite movies from the '90s, and one of the rare DVDs I actually own. I've seen it many times, and yet I've never noticed the guys streaming. Oh, I never noticed the guy streaming suddenly in from the parking lot or that Whistler contributed so much to their success. <laughs> so, and then she mentions that uh, she didn't watch, she couldn't do the fifth element because it's, it's a long one. And uh, if you haven't seen the movie a thousand times or watching it with us, it's hard to, to watch, but that's cool. Yeah. Can't wait to hear what you think about World War Z and how my main man Brad does in your eyes. Well, he looked good the whole movie. And that By hair. By the way, that, that, uh, that hair. Oh, yeah. His stubble was incredible. Oh, I'd lick that face. <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually. Oh, I am, uh, you just went too You'll far. notice I'm being rather quiet on, on this, oh. this segment. Oh, but it's no, okay, no. man. You can, you can let your love of, uh, nope. of Brad Pitt falter. Nope. Let it flow nope. like the locks of Keep golden it. hair. Yeah, <laughs> he, had, he had some As good the zombies hair. zombies passed him in the hallway. I mean, he clearly... I not, he, I'm not letting it go. He never I'm bathed. it in. <laughs> Clearly, he never bathed yet. Yeah. You're right, though. He had like six days stubble for tw- ten days. Ten days, yeah. Yeah, but that's... <laughs> anyway, Brad Pitt's a good-looking dude. So yeah, so thank you, Jennifer. We appreciate your emails as always. Feel free, anybody, to email us Gmail or cheapseatreviews at gmail dot com. We certainly love to hear from our listeners. Um, what you think, good or bad. Yep. Um, we take it all. We do. Jennifer actually put some bad stuff in there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for off air. <laughs> oh lord, um, it's okay. It's it's mostly for it's about the Avengers episode, which is fine. <laughs> um, so that's just for me and Corny to commiserate Damn. with. So there you go. Um, that's it, right? We're, uh, what are we doing next week? The 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 thing said um, something, but uh, didn't I make an executive decision? You made an executive you made, decision. Yes, you did. So we're, we're doing Congo next week. Yay! Yay! I'm genuinely excited about this movie because this was one of those movies in the 90s that I watched a lot and for some reason I thought was actually really good. And I have not <laughs> seen in a long time. So I'm actually really excited to see how if it holds up. And there's one audio clip that I know that I'm going to capture. It's one of my favorite moments in the movie. And I'm a, I don't even want to talk about it now because it'll, it'll ruin it, but it's... Delroy Lindo has a great one line in this movie that just I'm excited about. So, um, there you go. Uh, so, so yeah. So hit it, Steve. Um, uh, so yeah, thank you, Steve, for our intro music. Check him out, steveeverett.net. He's in New York City right now. As New I, York City. As I record ah, this, <laughs> please leave us your reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. You can check us out there. Um, and where other fine podcasts are sold, you can visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. I am so terrible at Twitter, and I'm trying very hard to be better at it. But um, if you follow us, maybe I'll actually say stuff. Who knows? Please send us your emails to us at CheapSeatReviews.com. Hold on. Cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. <laughs> and yeah, so um, this, um, on behalf of uh, Chad and Corny and Sam, this is Sean saying good night. And if you get bit, just make sure you throw yourself off of the roof of the building within 12 seconds. Right? Right. 
So thank you for listening and have a great night.